TNHoller.com. We have hollers all over the state. Subscribe and support if you can. This is Walter Masterson, a comedian who I think you've probably seen by now. He has been expertly trolling the extreme right wing of this country. I'm just going to go with a short one first and I'll sprinkle these throughout. But this was you on the beach in LA, which is I think where you are right now. You must have gone and found Marjorie Taylor Greene and, and Matt Gates, and this was you. Oh my God, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I mean, this, oh, everyone thinks you're crazy. I don't think people think you're a pedophile. I don't think you're a pedophile at all. I don't think he's a pedophile at all. I think that's my totally fall. It's totally fall. So good. It was pretty funny. So the entire, I signed up for like VIP meet and greet tickets, <laughs> MTG and pedo gates. And it's really funny. Like the entire day, like protesters were shutting down venues that they're supposed to speak at. Normally I'd be like very happy about this, but instead every time a venue got shut down, I was like, God damn it. I'm trying to troll these people. Stop it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Right. So you had to keep going to different places to find well, them. Well, the funny thing is, is because I was the normal people that signed up, these were uh, free tickets to their event. That event got shut down because of the counter protesters. The VIP meet and greet, like you paid money for that. And of course they don't want to give that money back so they're like scrambling all day to try and find alternative venues right. it's supposed to be like you know they rented a convention center for this and then that convention center got shut down so basically they had to do this like a huntington beach so i guess so they were also so the beach was because they were like we don't want to give this money back we have to like have people yeah. go somewhere hey there's a beach let's go to the like it was literally that yes oh my goodness they were like so that's amazing so and the funny thing is a like a public beach like people were there yeah. they actually were trying to get this whole meet and greet done like so they were trying to rocket through this so quickly <laughs> they were like all right in any second the people are going to show up they were in and out so fast i mean they were they figured like the cavalry was coming he did one outside city hall where not far from him people were yelling pedophile pedophile chanting it you go to the beach how did you get this close to them well no i, I mean i paid to do this okay so like i paid money how much on the pedo to his face 250 dollars a ticket Wow. Okay. You know, Worth hey, it. my friend and I were like, all right, you pretend like you're taking a picture and just keep it on video the entire time. Just, I'll just record this. We kept trying to think of creative things to say. And I was just like, I don't feel very creative today. I just want to call him a pedo. <laughs> stupid face. So I, I was in here, I was in town to troll this other thing and then this just popped up randomly what were you there to troll there was this QAnon clay clark rally QAnon is big business QAnon is a mega church a mega church that takes in a lot of money all right and if you want to be part of this mega church you got to get on board with all the crazy um and you can get paid these people that do these uh q events they kill it it's church basically there's god country jesus there's church services it's this was done at you know, um, a church venue. The line has been blurred. So what did, What was the reaction? Immediately, they were, he was uncomfortable. I mean, you can see, look at his face. He was, I mean, I knew I'd get like a few seconds. I mean, the plan was, let me get thrown out anyway. I thought they were going to have like a separate meet and greet. It'd be great if it was both of them at the same time. You know, all bets are off. You can see like he's starting to get it, but she still has no clue. 
Yeah, she's like she, she just has no idea what's she's going a, on. I mean, there. she's a literal dumb person. And I say this because I've heard her speak. She just sucks as a person. And he's a pedophile. Where was this school board meeting that you showed up oh, at? Oh, yeah. This was in Yorktown Heights in upstate New York. I've been to a school board meeting here. I'm in Tennessee. Obviously, the anti-critical race theory stuff is happening here. When I went to a school board meeting, I mean, it was, you know, extremists. They were upset about teaching about seahorse mating. They were reading all these excerpts from books deserving of being trolled and then you did exactly the right thing here let's watch yeah. a clip so you know, i'm here to say that we need to end forced indoctrination in our schools and right after we do that we need to right after we end the forced indoctrination we need to uh, mandate everyone's <laughs> And that's some real applause, right? This is the best part. Immediately, immediately, every <laughs> yeah. progressive in the audience knew that it was satire. Right. Every progressive. If you were a Trumper in the audience, you didn't know it was satire. And you, right. were, you were cheering for me. And that's that the was, best satire. This is a real-time display of the divide in America. Yes. Like Everyone there immediately was like, okay, he's messing with us. This is comedy. He's doing a comedy bit. It was actually a very heavy meeting. There were death threats. There were right. people, you know, they, they, they threatened the school guidance counselor. It was actually pretty gross. Like they were openly racist to this school guidance counselor that just for the audacity of him, you know, saying that black lives might matter. So, and these Trumpers came to in intimidate and harass this meeting. It was a very heavy, all the speeches were very heavy. And so they actually did appreciate that like I added some levity to it. <laughs> right. But they figured it out so fast. The progressives that, did or the The progressives Trumpers? did. Right. The conservatives had to be told. <laughs> right. Like someone told them he's messing with you. This is the best ever because there's dozens of you applauding me and I have it on tape. Like I have yeah. other angles on tape. That's why if you, the last uh the last clip in there you see like some woman looking over like Wait, people are clapping? Wait, yeah, there's that's people the that it's, you it's, haven't figured this out? Like It's Colbert. Like Colbert made a whole career out of, you know, progressives appreciating the parody, but then also conservatives, you know, thinking that he's one of them. Like I know conservatives who still to this day, like just think Colbert is on their side. Let's yeah, keep and, watching and this. I, and and it was like funny because I, I was, my friend and I wrote this like while we were waiting online. We're like, all right, this, this sounds funny. Oh. My friend's speech, Max, uh, Maximilian Clark, he gave a speech right after. And yeah. His was arguably better. He, <laughs> I, I joked that he was the cleanup hitter. Right. And because um, he did this thing about how there's too much history in our history books. I saw and it. How are we supposed oh, to teach American history? And without, you know, how am I supposed to teach my child American history without my child thinking that there's a race problem? Right. In this country? <laughs> right, and, with, right. And, he's, and he's talking about with the history that we have now. He's like, let's let you, we need to talk about, and he like goes over each, you know. Right. Um, he's like, he's like, well, I need to be able to teach World War II without talking about internment camps. Japanese internment. Yeah. Right. And without, you know, it's not talking about. I need about to be able Chinese to ignore exclusion. all the ugly parts. Yeah. Let's Hold on. Talk let's watch about... a little bit more of yours here. <laughs> There's the real clapping. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's, uh, I just want to say, you know, just, you know, as a conservative, just because I don't know anything about critical race theory, it doesn't mean I can't talk about critical race theory. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, I don't know, like, whatever happened to, like, this freedom of speech thing here? It's like, you know, um, yeah. It's like, you know, big tech, um, government. Uh, okay, I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> so good.
<laughs> oh man, I'm so proud of you for doing that. I love yeah, it so, so like, much. And, I, and it was like, um, yeah, and it's it's just amazing that when I go to all these rallies, critical race theory is just this lightning rod. I mean, they are just so conditioned, and no one. I mean, listen, no one really knows what critical race theory actually is. No. Progressives are like, no one knows what it is. And here's the other part. And I'd never heard of it until like three months ago. Yeah. And so here's, but here's actually the interesting part. So this school that I was speaking at, they're not teaching critical race theory. Right. They even said it in their, in the top of the meeting. We're not teaching critical race theory. So what they're teaching is it's called DEI. A lot of schools are adopting DEI diversity, equity, yeah. inclusion. Right. And it's very sanitized. It's very just, and it's, it's very decent. It's not crazy. Okay. However, every rally, you know, that you go to every Trump rally, they specifically warn the participants. They say, if you hear your school mention the word equity, that's a Trojan horse. They're like, Oh, your school is building an equity team and, and, and all of this. And they're teaching them to relate that to CRT. And so basically they're taking like, you know, the most extreme parts of CRT, which CRT is just a philosophy of how race intersects with the law. Right, right. It's, it's, it's just their it's, way of, they've made it's, it. It's a, it's a philosophy. It's not right. even like, it's not, you know, you can, you can, you know, be a, a CRT scholar by just examining how it intersects with the law. But they've like, just decided it. to make it this deposit for everything they, yeah, they hate. They made it like a definite thing that it's about X, that it's about communism or something. So and it's so they've they've taught them to just protest anything that relates to the word equity, 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 equity. There's a right. big speech that went viral. So um, what's his name? Charlie Kirk from Turning Point USA. He did what I did. He did what I did. He went and spoke at a school board meeting. I he wrote that. a speech and he was against the word equity. And he like, and he did what I did. It went viral. So I'm like, I'm doing what Charlie Kirk did. That's I'm how, okay. Their entire thing that they do, I'm doing it, but I'm using their talking points. So, um, <laughs> yeah, of course. Fuck them. Okay. I'm using their talking points, talking like them and just showcasing how dumb they are. Um, and these people like were so mad about it because it was humiliating that they like openly clapped and that's documented. It's and fantastic. Were, it's yeah, fantastic. You're exposing them with your own, yeah. with their so own words. I'm going to go to these again. Good. More of them. I'm going to speak at more of them. If you're a conservative and you're upset about this, um, you can just deal with it and cope. Well, Carol, Carolyn McEwen said, come, McCown said, come to Tennessee. So if you feel like coming to Tennessee, well, we'll be there DM with me, you. Go to Instagram, DM me with um, like a time and date and make sure it's like a place where they're open opening up the floor for public speakers and then I'll, I'll go. We'll make that happen. We'll make that happen. We'll, we'll be right there with you for sure. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask you about another thing that you did. You were there on January 6th. Yes. Uh, there's a whole video of your time there. Uh, tell us about that day and what you were expecting and what it turned into. Well, here's the thing. So, I mean, you know, I had been going to these rallies after the election and it was, I was saying for a long time, I was screaming it on my, so I had a smaller platform back then. And, but I, I was very vocal about the fact that something is coming. Like this, these people are, are mad. They're mad. And the center had shifted. There was, you know, your moderate Trump supporter 
like your moderate Trump supporter at these rallies was, you know, ex very extreme. You know, like a year or two prior to yeah. that, your moderate Trump supporter was, you know, sort of they just voted for Trump because they voted for Trump. And, but at these rallies, I should see your moderate Trump supporter, you know, wanted, you know, was like, we the people, 1776, we will take this country back 3%. Uh, you know, the time is now. Let's do this. Uh, you know, release the Kraken, all of that. Right, right. Pence is a traitor. And that's a moderate. And so that, I mean, I'm, there was a rally I went to in December where I was, I was, I left it. I was actually in tears. I was crying and I felt really messed up about it for a few days afterwards. And that's in December because I was like, all right, something bad is coming. Um, what do you think it was that moved you to tears? There was violence in the air. I, there's an interview. It's deep buried in my TikTok. I was a very, you know, tiny, normal-looking woman who's extraordinarily soft-spoken. She never raised her voice the entire time I spoke with her. Um, and very soft-spoken, very nice, very pleasant. And said that this is the last peaceful protest we're going to see for quite some time. Hmm. And that those words chilled me and i you know i watched nick fuentes speak you know the nazi nick fuentes i watched you know there were like flynn spoke there all these losers losers um spoke there and um and i was like all right there's violence in the air like they're mobilizing they're you know that's when i first heard about the america first party how they're forming a separate subset of the GOP, it's called America. That's when I first heard about this, this hyper-nationalistic. They say it's civic nationalism, but civic nationalism just eventually bleeds into ethnic nationalism. Absolutely. Starts, you, you know, it's so they, they swear up and down it's civic nationalism. But I'm like, no, it's, we're, we're, we're in the culture wars here. We're, this is not ethnic nationalism. So, um, and, you know, I heard all of that. I was like, there's violence in the air. And then before I went to January 6th, you know, the night before I was about to go to sleep and um, I'm friends with the good liars. They do great work. And I texted one of them and I was like, I said, Oh, you're in DC now. Like, what's it like? They were like this. It's angry. There's so much anger in the air and there are like tons of proud boys. Like this is, this is messed up. I didn't sleep that night. Cause I was like, Oh my God, like I'm going to this. I can't not go. I mean, I, I, you know, I have to go. I mean, I don't have to, but like, you know, I can't stay away, but and you I, can see in your run up to it in the video that you put up, yeah. like you're genuinely concerned. Yeah. The video guy, the camera guy is like, not sure if he wants to wear a Trump hat. You're like, no, no, no. you're wearing a Trump hat. Like you're, you're wearing a Trump hat. Yeah. Like, like you, you don't understand. Like this is not, not for comedy. This is for, you know, safety reasons. Yeah. Like you're, you're, these people need to trust you. Um, and um, so it was, it was messed up. So like I went, and so my, I was talking to my boy, Jolly Good Ginger, and he said, listen, Pence certifies the vote. You know, once he certifies the vote, like, get out of there. And I had a rule because I've been to these D.C. protests. My rule was literally by sundown. Sundown was around like five. Like sundown, like do not be in D.C. At yeah. With Proud Boys and all these guys around there, because all the videos and all the crazy stuff you see happens. These people are drunk and tired and yep. angry. They've been there all day. They've been drinking and they're pretty pissed off. And that's when things, you know, and I, I also had 
a proper exit route. I knew DC well enough to be like, all right, when you have a point of egress, like, so I went there knowing how I'm going to leave. Like uh-huh. when you leave, how you leave, what streets to take, what streets not to take. Cause it, the side, there are side streets there where there's no one. The main streets have some, a bit of protection. There's they're open, they're wide. Right. There are police there. You don't want to get caught on a side street. Yeah, the side street. Well, the side street is actually a minefield because you can get people there. I'm dressed as MAGA. You can get people there that are like, you know, not MAGA and that think I'm MAGA. And then, you know, and then the opposite. I took my I the one right after the election, I took my gear off and I went on a side street and these people thought I was Antifa. They started yelling at me. And this is the funniest story. So I pulled my jacket. I pulled my zipper down. I had like this blue lives matter shirt underneath my jacket. And I like showed them that. And I was like, well, does this look like an Antifa shirt to you? You dumbass!" And they're like, Oh, sorry. Well, we heard that Antifa wears all black. And I was like, I was like, like, God damn it. Like I'm, I'm wearing black. That was it. <laughs> right. Like right. that was, like, that's God, your like, crime. You just yelled at a guy wearing all black. Cause you're like, that must be Antifa. And, yeah. and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, and so it, it was like this minefield of like, you can get jumped for not being MAGA or jumped for being MAGA. And um, at so what yeah. point in the day did you start to realize, oh, something's happening today? Oh, so this is the funny part. So I, we were about to leave and I was like, oh, but let's get some footage of me pretending to be us pretending to be CNN right before we leave and kind of mess with people. And it, that's that's up there. So like I put the mic, the CNN mic on and these guys walk by and I'm like, they're like, oh, they start talking shit about CNN. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I can't hear you over all this Soros money. <laughs> and and these guys lost it. Like, I, they flipped a switch. It was like, oh, CNN just openly said this. Like, they just admitted to it. They Like, they did not see the humor. And they, like, wanted to fight. Right. Like, fight. And so I was like, you know what? Maybe let's not. And thank the Lord that they started a fight because I, this is the funny part. We walked around the corner. Once we took the mic off, we went around the corner and there was Capitol Hill with everything going on. And I, I, I think about this a lot. It's funny because I'm talking to you about it now and I'm not dead or right. like, you know, the permanent brain injury. Like I was literally about to walk into Capitol Hill, the riots holding a fake CNN mic. <laughs> You know, and not, and I didn't know there was rioting going on. Right. I, I was like, well, maybe the rioting hasn't broken out yet. It normally breaks out around sundown. Um, so yeah, it was it was just funny. Well, I'll tell you one thing about the riot. So, right after I watched, we watched Trump give the speech. Literally, at, as soon as the speech was done, I thought people were going home to like work and to their families because it was a mass exodus. Like people marched. And I thought, oh, well, people are leaving and they're leaving in a hurry. Yeah. You know, because I and it didn't occur to me like, no, they're all literally raiding the United States Capitol. They never. Why would that? Why would you be raiding the United States Capitol? You know, why would you do that? That That's you weren't checking your parlor account. So you didn't get the memo. Well, like, you know, but like it doesn't that didn't make sense to me why they would do that. It didn't even occur because. Why would you raid the U.S. Capitol? Because they would shoot. They shoot people that do that. Um, and here's the other thing. So the reinforcements were called off. I know this. Yeah. Reinforcements did not come. 
the police were outnumbered and there were no reinforcements. I was standing there, wait, I mean, because for, I'm used, I've been to Black Lives Matter protests, reinforcements. They're right there. They show up. Yep. I mean, they show up in a, in a city. Yep. There's other police, there's other municipal, you know, law enforcement. Right, it was no nothing. accident, yeah. Nothing, yeah. zero. I was standing there thinking like, wait, what the hell? Like, I mean, and these people, like it was a very relaxed the police didn't shoot. The reinforcements didn't come. None of that is coincidental. Yeah, they, and, they called you know, off reinforcements. They made right. sure that nothing, that everything was cut off. There were no supplies being. Yeah, you know, they they set the stage, and they were just hoping that it I watched went it, their I watched way. It happen. And here's the thing: like, I was waiting for like the you know the shooting and the and the this, and because you know the riot gear is going to come out, and these people sure. are going to sweep everyone out because of course it's going to happen. Why not? And it, and it just it was actually a very relaxed environment with these people because they had just broken in, they had gotten in, and nothing was happening. Like there was there was no, they were beyond the point of pushback. It's um, wild. And, and so when you have this microphone, like, and you have the OAN, you know, yeah, thing, and you that, have the Fox the News, I'm still alive. Right, but like, but like, yeah, is the there only, any rules against you having the OAN thing, or what? How does that uh, work? OAN OAN has been in. Like they sent me a cease and desist. Okay. Uh, that for that first time, they sent it to me again recently. They're like, all right, <laughs> this isn't very funny, because I, you know, they they did a whole thing recently, like they're you know that you know that piece of shit that's behind that literal piece of shit that's behind PizzaGate, Jack Posobiec. Yes. Um, he's like their lead anchor. That should tell you everything you need to know about the network. That he's their biggest on-air talent, and he's a literal piece of shit. He did a whole thing about how I don't work there. So then I made a whole parody about how I do work there and don't listen to him. And I'm the <laughs> and then I made uh, my changed my Twitter profile to say that, like, I barely finished high school, but now I'm their best reporter. Right. And so, like, they it's actually pretty funny. They sent me a cease and desist saying, like, this isn't they're like, it sounds like it was written by like an angry, like, you know, middle schooler. It's like, it's not very funny. You know? like, <laughs> right. They're commenting on your comedic chops. Um, That's amazing. You know, I was like, okay. Um, so they, they, so they sent me that, and I don't know. They may or may not sue me. I mean, I figured if they do sue me, I, you know, have to crowdfund and do all this stuff. And well, if I you get sued, let us know. We'll definitely have people that could chip in for that. We, I definitely know people want to support what you're doing. Let's watch one more video that yeah. you did. This is uh, your video at an anti-vaccine rally which is obviously especially uh, relevant to us here in Tennessee where we have the worst COVID outbreak and we just fired our top vaccine expert. I don't trust doctors. I don't trust medical professionals. I trust my roommate, who is a personal trainer, my DJ, and sells herbal medicine. He sells herbal medicine. It's not a service team, okay? Yes, I'm, I'm against I'm what, what? What do you mean? I'm, I'm against a medical uh, the, 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 the doctor, uh, the doctors without without borders. So, um, <laughs> so this guy picked up on it. Uh, I just I love the way they react to you. I love that you know they're not sure what to make of it because on the one hand, these people are so beyond parody that even they can't tell when they're being parody. Oh, oh, they, 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 well, they, yeah, no, it was funny because they they didn't figure it out like until it took him a few blocks. It took a, a few blocks of me walking with them 
to be like, all right, he's obviously like, he's just being so hype. I had to be like so <laughs> hyperbolic about it. I mean, like in the beginning, like I was just being like crazy and it just fit in perfectly. It sounded like it was them, right. Yeah. And then yeah. like, I mean that, what you're seeing is is like four blocks of me being completely over the top. Like we were walking for such a long time. I'm talking about my mother and how my mother <laughs> makes me wear a windbreaker when it's cold out, but it's not really cold. And then I have to wear a mask sometimes because my mom told me to and how I don't, you know, like. And they're was, like, yeah, he's right. Yeah, yeah. They're like, you know, oh my God, your mom's so oppressive. And it was just, it was amazing. Um, and then eventually are they're like, all right, this guy's obviously messing with us now, you know, but like, it took a while. Like it took like, uh, it took a few minutes of just pure insanity. I mean, I think, and this you is, know what we need to do here. I'm getting yeah. an idea right now. What we need to do, uh, you know, hopefully people aren't in Tennessee that, you know, the, the Republicans aren't watching this, but we need you to come down here and do your thing with the Republican legislators down here. They would fall for this so quickly and it would be so brilliant. Uh, I, I want to, yeah, I want to start, you know, trolling legislators because yeah. I, I can, I can interview people and I, I'm, you know, I can make sort of people sort of walk into glass doors and step on the rake. Exactly. I've been doing this enough where I can like walk you right into a contradiction. Um, so if you have a Republican legislator. Oh man, um, we have so many, I mean, we, you know, we spend our time up there actually having arguments with them, but not actually trolling them. Trolling them probably would be even well, more useful. Thing, you, want to, you want to agree and you want to like, you want to agree hyperbolically. Right. You like most of my time. Take them to, to the furthest point. My, right, most exactly. of my time spent is like me agreeing with them. Yeah. And then being like, let's go. Let's, t let's follow this logic and let's follow it all the way. And then let's spot, let's apply this logic literally anywhere else and see how inconsistent this is. Like my favorite thing is like talking about, I mean, it's the easiest one. The easiest setup is Trump does not get enough credit for the vaccine rollout because he's a businessman. He really greased the skids, you know, jumped over those bureaucratic hurdles and got that vaccine on the market. And they go, absolutely. Yep. He deserves all the credit for that because he's a businessman. He did what no one else could do. Are you getting vaccinated? No. Perfect. It, 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 it goes exactly like that every time. It's honestly like, I mean, the, the joke is old to me, but it, I keep asking it because it's just their timing on it is so quick. And they, they, I don't have to wait and like trick them into contradicting themselves. They'll literally do it in the same sentence with like, there's no comma punctuate. There's no period comma in any of what I just And said. not even realize it. And not and, even realize it. And no, and not, not even realize it. Like maybe realize it and double down. Like, yeah. I've watched Trump say this in his speech. In his speech, he said, I, I, you know, got this vaccine out on the market. They all cheered. And then he said, you know, but, you know, it is your personal choice whether you want to take it. You know, we need to remember that. And they're like, yep. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I mean, after cheering him for, for getting it done. I know the they don't savior even understand. for getting this poison we, out here. We should absolutely have billboards in rural Tennessee saying, you know, giving Trump credit for this thing and Trump's vaccinated and all that. I mean, you know, it's wild how this vaccine really underscores their hypocrisy in that way. It's so yeah. true. You're yeah, right on it. Legislators that I can speak to, I'd absolutely love to. This is our goal. Well, I'm I'm going to let you go now, but I I'm going to follow up with you because and, and also, we need to get you, you have, to Tennessee. If you have, if you have, you know, progressive legislators for me to talk to the one thing i kind of want to transition to 
is, you know, I have a very huge platform and I want to play the conservative to a progressive legislator, someone right. that has really good ideas and sort of, you know, I'm debating them as a conservative. It's funny. <laughs> right. It's entertaining. It's, a, you know, it's harmless. And, you know, it's a great way for their platforms to sort of get some some light. It's and, great. You know, and they can, you know, because, you know, what they have to say, I mean, politics, the half the time is not that, you know, entertaining and stuff. But I feel like I could bring you're, you're getting all kinds of requests. We've got Gina saying come to Ryan Williams in Cookville. We've got Putnam County Board of Education meetings. You're getting a lot of requests right now to come to Tennessee. I do want to ask you before I let you go, what's the relationship with Midas Touch and what are those guys all about? I'm a fan, but I don't really um, know. They, they, um, they're just, you know, they, they built a super PAC and okay. they, they just, you know, they're like a, you know, progressive uh, media company and they just, you know, platform. And I just, you know, they just, I, I, have, I made a deal with them to just, uh, you know, get some travel money. To go gotcha. Things, so they don't so really you do have a relationship there as well. Yeah, those the okay. videos that you see that are branded, they're all my videos. And I said, you know, here, just you know, help me with transportation, and I'll let you brand it. They've been wonderfully supportive. And you know, before that, I was doing this like once a month. Now I'm like, oh, I, now I can do this like two to three times a month. I'm telling you, man, the more you do it, the better. I really appreciate it. Everybody's so fans of yours around here. Stay in touch with us, uh, everybody. We're, we're, tell people where to find you. Okay, so literally on any platform. It's at Walter Masterson. Follow him everywhere at Walter Masterson. Walter, thank you, man, for doing this. We're going to try to get you to Tennessee. That's my new goal. Oh, thank you so much, man. Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee.